0: listener production Hey there, I'm Sasha Barbagat. Thanks for joining me on this extra episode of The Briefing. The world was shocked over the weekend by the sudden passing of friend star Matthew Perry. He was 54 years old. At this stage, we don't know the specific details of how he died, except that he was found unresponsive in the jacuzzi of his LA home. Police sources have told TMZ that no illegal drugs were found during a search of his property, but they did find prescription pills for anxiety, depression and COPD or emphysema. While most of us will remember him for his role as Chandler Bing on the wildly popular 90s sitcom Friends... Perry's very public battle with addiction has been more of the focus in recent years and his efforts towards recovery. A recent interview with Perry, though, revealed what he hopes his legacy will be. And he dug into it quite a bit in his book, Friends, Lovers and the Big Terrible Thing, a memoir, which was released almost a year ago to the day. Now, The briefing zone, Katrina Blowers has read Perry's book and she's joining me now to talk about it and what he hoped to be remembered for. Katrina, thanks for joining us on this extra episode of The Briefing. Thing today. Now, we will dig into his memoir in a little bit, but I did just want to start though with what the reaction's been to Matthew Perry's death. Have we heard from many of his friends' co stars at this stage?
1: Yeah, not his immediate co-stars, so not the biggest, you know, stars of the cast like Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. What we have heard at the time of this recording is that they will get together to release a joint tribute to their friend, and that they are unsurprisingly reeling over the news of his passing. Um, particularly, it wasn't that long ago that they all got together for that reunion, and they spoke about his addiction during that time and how they, I mean, Jennifer Aniston said, you know, she really had no idea about the depth of his addiction, Mm. despite it being revealed in Matthew Perry's memoir, that she was one of the ones that kind of was nominated by the rest of the cast to pull him aside and tell him that all of them had noticed the smell of alcohol on his breath, and did he need help? So. Who we have heard from in terms of the Friends um, family, I suppose, are the co-creators. They've issued a joint statement saying that they're shocked and deeply saddened. we've heard from the actress who plays his ex-girlfriend, Janice. Mm. Um, she's released quite a big tribute on Instagram and also the actress that played his mother on the show.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about his time on Friends as well. Obviously, his biggest claim to fame and the show was and it still is such a big juggernaut. Like you said, there was the reunion recently. It got so much attention and so much hype. Now, did he actually write about his time on the show in his books? I know it dived into a lot of other stuff, but what did he say about Friends? Friends?
1: Yeah, and I mean, he. it's funny because I guess you could read it as being a little bit arrogant or egotistical, some of the things that he said about defining pop culture and taking a, a bit of a, a personal um, responsibility for that. But it's true. And, you know, he comes across as so likeable in his memoir that it is almost impossible to find him arrogant. Mm. So one of the things he said was that, you know, through his... Special ability to read the script as Chandler Bing, he changed the way America spoke. And I'd argue that he changed the way Australia and the UK spoke as well. You know, stuff like, could you be any more annoying? Could this be any more preposterous? (laughs) Like those things, the way the inflection of, of how he delivered those lines, that was something Matthew Perry uniquely brought to that show and and it became the way a lot of people spoke in the 90s.
0: Mm, Yeah, and it's so iconic. But interestingly, there was a fairly recent interview in which he opened up about what he wanted to be remembered for. Uh, He says, well, he said in the book that he hopes Friends is towards the bottom of the list. Um, The quote from the interview he did, he said, I'd like to be remembered as somebody who lived well, loved well, was a seeker. And my paramount thing is that I want to help people. Do you think that he'll get his wish that this is what he will become to known for after his death?
1: It's so interesting because as someone who fortunately has never struggled with addiction, it was his book and also a book by um, an Australian comedian, Fiona O'Loughlin, which is also excellent. Both of those books have given me such uh, an astute insight into the illness that is addiction and how so much of your personal choice is taken away from you. He was unbelievably honest about some things which prior to reading the memoir, I had no idea of. The fact that he nearly died six years ago when he was 49 years old, his colon burst mm. because he had uh, such a severe opioid overdose. He spent two weeks in a coma and uh, nine months after that using a colostomy bag. Now, a lot of celebrities, especially male celebrities who, you know, he, he was a bit of a pinup boy back in the day, um, they wouldn't want that kind of information out there. But he was so honest about the good, bad, and the ugly of celebrity that I think he takes away a lot of the shame that um, potentially people could feel in being honest about their own struggles with addiction. Mm.
0: What other insights were we able to get from his memoir about his drug addiction?
1: Uh, Well, one of the big ones was that he would go to open homes in Hollywood and excuse himself to use the bathroom and then rifle through their bathroom cabinets and steal medication. Oh, my God. And his whole justification was that his fame would actually make people never suspect him and they'd think... Surely Matthew Perry would never steal drugs from my bathroom cabinet. So even Fessy up to that is extraordinary. And the lies that he would tell to, you know, he'd go doctor shopping virtually daily at the peak of his opioid addiction because he was taking 55 Vicodin tablets a day and no single doctor will prescribe that to anyone.
0: Yeah, and fans had been concerned about him over the last few weeks. He did a bunch of these Instagram posts referencing Batman do you think their concerns were justified? Was it possible that he was back in active addiction before his death?
1: Yeah, so a source, quote unquote, who is apparently a friend of Matthew Perry's, has. Gone on the record to talk about these Batman posts, which were kind of weird, let's mm. face it. You know, they didn't make a huge amount of sense. But he apparently only just recently re watched Batman, but they were meant to be funny. And he is Batman obsessed. I mean, in the very last line of his book, he says, you know, someday you might be called upon to do something important. So be ready for it and just. When that happens, think what would Batman do and do that. So he's never made it a secret that Batman is his hero. He looks to Batman as a bit of an inspiration for how to live his life. And, you know, according to this friend, um, there was nothing sinister to be read into those posts. They were just a bit of fun.
0: Yeah. TikTok has a way of uh, picking things up like that and running with them. One video I saw this (laughs) morning was a bit heavy on the conspiracy theories. The other question I want to ask you is. You know, it was a suspected drowning. How long is it going to be until we know exactly how he passed away?
1: Yeah, it could be several weeks and perhaps even longer before the coroner is able to hand down their report. I mean, these things take time. Autopsies take time. They'll be released to his family first before, um, it, you know, we, the public will be able to know exactly what was in his system. He had just played two hours of pickleball, which is one of the most popular sports in the US and one that Matthew Perry was completely obsessed with. Mm. Um, he apparently had a shrine to pickleball in his home. Uh, So, you know, prescription drugs were found at his home, you know, um, antidepressants and also drugs uh, for emphysema. So what we do know is that um, certainly that was there, but yeah, it's going to be a while before we know whether, for example, he was drinking alcohol or, Mm. you know, took too many of the prescription drugs that he had at his house.
0: And before I let you go, Katrina, what will you remember Matthew Perry for? Obviously, he leaves a huge legacy. What will it be that you think back on about him?
1: It's it's funny because I grew up with friends. I've since re-watched it. You know, it's it's like a, a warm hug to me because it is such a wholesome, fun show. And I, I guess I grew up thinking that I sort of knew these people because they were a real constant in my life. And then when I, I I actually listened to the audio version of the memoir, which he narrates, so I really highly recommend that if you're interested in learning more about him. And he was just so... I don't know, like self-deprecating, honest, and as I said, like he he took away so much of the shame that I think stops a lot of other people being honest about their own struggles. So uh, I think it's just terribly sad the circumstances that his death has occurred and that he's gone so soon. But. Um, I think he will have done a lot of good for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, and I agree. I think the legacy is is hugely positive. And like he said, he just wants to be remembered for for being willing and being able to help people. And I think he's he's achieved that. Katrina, thank you so much for your time and for joining us on this extra episode of the briefing. That is my absolute pleasure. Could I be any more excited to be on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to try. You do it way better. <laughs> That was Katrina Blowers from The Briefing there talking to me about Matthew Perry, his untimely death and what ultimately his legacy will be. If this episode has brought up any issues for you, remember Lifeline is always there on 13 11 14. Thanks for joining us on this extra episode of The Briefing. That is it for today. Tom and the team will be back in your feeds tomorrow at 6am.